Alright, what's going on, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of A Brother's Word. Yo, yo. This is Ken. This is Dezo. Let's get it, y'all. Looking at the condition of the community, full body and composite, you know, I think one of the sources of the disease is the status quo. Yeah, bro, and I think, you know, we gotta hold each other accountable. And also, we have to be true to our word. You know, a man's word will always express what has the treasure in his heart. Yeah, so today we're going to talk about being pro-black at a PWI, uh, which is a predominantly white institution. So like college, for example, uh, universities. Um, and yeah, we're going to get into it. We're going we're gonna to talk a, a little bit about some facts that we found and uh, our own personal opinion and what we think about it. Hope everybody's, um, you know, been doing all right, staying safe with COVID out there. Um, so make sure, yeah, just make sure y'all keep your immune system up, mm-hmm. and you know, take the vitamins and and uh, necessary nutrients that you need. Yes, sir. That's the real protection right there. For real. All right, so let's get into it. Uh, so as y'all both, as y'all know, we both came out of uh, Tulsa Community College, right? Right, a two-year institution. Yes, yeah, a two-year institution, um, uh, community college, and you know, I've been there out when I was there. I was there for a while. Definitely wasn't two time. years. I don't want to say how long I was. It was pretty. It was quite a while, bro. It was quite a while, you know what I mean. And I don't regret it, you know. I I, I met a lot of people and uh, had a lot of experiences that I think was probably necessary. Oh yeah. Because uh, I think if I would have went to like a four year school and not like with the mindset I had when I graduated high school, mm-hmm. going straight to a four year, I don't think I would have made it, bro. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, likewise, likewise. I was in a complete different mindset. Yeah, and I, I think I needed it. Yeah, like, bro. Very bad. On me, and especially me and you. Like, yeah, if I ain't going there, I wouldn't be able to meet my guy. So yeah. On me, on me. So, uh, yeah, I'm grateful. You know, and, and it, it all worked out. You know, God's plan for sure. Um, so yeah, bro. So what? So what do you think? Like. Only from your personal experience, like what has been your experience, you know, just being black at a PWI or pro black at a PWI? Uh, starting with TCC, yeah, it wasn't that bad because um, we didn't really have too many hiccups being in the um, African American Student Association. However, there were still a lot of times where you know you that one pepper in a bowl full of for salt sure, for sure and that in them classrooms and it'll feel it'll make you feel some kind of way because like man like everybody learns differently but to be able to see people who look like you obviously and grow with them it, it makes you feel a lot more comfortable yeah but, you know i think a lot of times we need to feel uncomfortable so it, it may have been a necessary um unwanted feeling 
for a lot of people, myself included, because once you get uncomfortable and you're already adjusted to it, you, you, you start to be able to take yourself to the next level. Right, right. Yeah, and you start to learn ways to deal with it. To deal with it, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and yeah, and same for me, bro, like being connected with a group of people that's like uh, like-minded mm-hmm. and that look like you helps a lot. You know what I mean? Make you feel like you're not alone. Lets you know you're not alone. And, um, you know, and at TCC it wasn't that bad because it wasn't that many people that you had to deal with. No, no. Like, on a daily basis, you usually only dealing with uh, a few people, you know, besides your professors or maybe other students in your class. And... Uh, but like for me, I think it was it was difficult to some extent because like I was probably one of the only black people, like you said, in the class mm-hmm. of like engineering classes where you can't really go to nobody for help. Really? You know what I mean? Because <laughs> they got tutors, but at a, but when you get past like maybe differential equations, mm-hmm. maybe maybe even like calc two. They can't help you with nothing. For real. So you can, yeah. And so. That's funny that you say that because I don't know if you remember. I went to a, I was doing pre-cal at one point and uh, I had to go to the center to get a tutor. Yeah. And this one dude, he was trying to help me and I was, uh, I was looking at him, reading my problem. And he was, he was looking up on his phone and then he looked back to the problem and was like, God, I hope this is right. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Like, buddy. you the tutor. You the tutor, be- right? <laughs> But now you were saying, yeah, and so um, I didn't. I think for me, like, bro, I had like a. I didn't. I didn't know how to ask for help, mm-hmm. and and I don't know if this it was me like convincing myself or it was like me feeling the energy that they was giving off. I think I know. You what know you're what I mean? Like, like I would be feeling like. Like they see me coming in with my struggles and stuff, be like, God, they're gonna just black you over here and need some help. Yeah. Yeah, like can, can you help me please? Can you, <laughs> can you help me please? Please. Man, and it's like, um, you know, yeah, I don't know, bro. That's something you just you just kinda gotta get over though too. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, you still gotta do it you still gotta make it regardless. Most definitely. Whether they feel some type of way about you or not but there was a uh, another concept i learned in my current uh pwy that we kind of lived through at tcc and we were able to find what's called pockets of wakanda and that was like mm-hmm. so vital so vital and not even just the uh like asa but like those little little peer groups that we had just for sure it. yeah for like sure. that room upstairs yeah i was just about to say that Man. i was just about to say to be able to <sighs> digress yeah from what we was feeling that y'all was... used to be wild <laughs> well, come over there come up in there y'all be crazy but it was it was fun i'm not gonna lie most definitely it was fun um so so with that like how did that change once you hit oh you um well actually before we hitting that though what about the good side of it though? Like benefits, like oh, okay, you're right, you're right. Like what? There, there had to been some good that you can still remember. Like for me, I would say um, a good example 
one of the leaders, leading advisors of the African American Student Association, Dr. Dickens, he was like such a really yeah. good shout out to Doc. From, yeah, I remember I was taking his Comp Two class and um, had a whole lot of family problems, and I was just going through it. And he helped me with my homework. Like we both stayed at the campus all mm. night long, all night long, all day, and we just. Kept going, kept going. I was like, all right, you're gonna you're gonna get a good grade in my class. You're not gonna <laughs> for one, you're gonna pass my class. And for two, you're going to get a good grade in my class. On me. Yeah. And he and you know he he was the type of person that actually care about oh yeah. Care about you, you know what I mean? Especially when you try. Right. You know, so yeah, Doc is, is definitely a person um that definitely, you know, was a benefit. Most definitely. Uh, you know, being an ace. And for me, before I think, I think it was before I even was close to Doc or or met Doc, it was uh, Mike Singleton. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, Michael Singleton. And, um, you know, shout out to Mike. Big money Mike, as yeah. we used to call him. Uh, he was definitely, bro, uh, definitely a big inspiration and, uh, you know, mentor for me. Uh, I would just go to his office, and, you know, we would just chop it up about all kind of stuff, bro, like books and stuff I should read and, you know, just my struggles and all of that. And uh, I think that helped a lot and, and definitely turned me into the person and leader that I am, you know, now. Uh because he put me on, he, he put me on to E.T. Oh, for real? Eric Thomas, yo. Huh. Yep, he put me on to, uh, well, actually, I think my daddy did, but I didn't know who he was at the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, then when Mike was playing it, you know, he put me on a little bit more onto that. And I was like, okay, yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. But yeah, definitely Mike, um, definitely a big a big help. And it's a lot of people, bro, honestly. It's a lot of people up there that that's helped me along the way. Um, Lori, shout out to shout out to the whole Tulsa Chiefs team. Oh yeah, they gave you your whole they, bro. They <laughs> they was there, man, for real through everything. Like they was there, you know. And so uh, I definitely appreciate you know my experiences at TCZ uh, because it was definitely positive for me. Uh, but it was, you know, you also have those moments, those in-class moments where you still like, you know, where you feel, you're not really feeling um, like yourself, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, you're not really motivated or you like, you know, you don't really understand the content, but you got every. You feel like everybody around you understand the content. Just getting it, and then you yeah, like, you like, yeah, 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 bro. You ever been looking like at the teacher giving the lecture, and you just not there at all, <laughs> 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 For real, I would be trying so hard to really get back into it, but it's like I feel like I'm so not there. Still. Yeah, yeah, and that makes you question like if that's the. The path you're supposed to be on, you know what I mean? Almost every day. Yeah, bro, almost every for real. Day. Um, but yeah, and so, but that that goes uh that brings me to another point I wanted to bring up. 
you know, making it question, making it make you question whether or not uh, your valid validity towards even being right, there. Right, right. Um, a lot of times, I think what is the problem with us just thinking, oh, we need to go to college and and you know, it's we got to find something. I think what the necessary thing to do is is to first look at what your gift is and then figure out the distinction from that and then your passion mm. instead of just hopping into something that you think may be a good major and stuff like that. So to any um, freshmen or seniors that may be undecided, seniors in high school, you know, look at what your gift is and then look at what your passion is yeah. and then think, you know, what solution out there may be needed in the community. Right, and that's real, bro. Like, even ET say, like, we all got a gift. We all got a gift. You know what I mean? Don't don't chase the bag because when you mm-hmm. use that gift and you walking within your rightful path, mm-hmm. the bag is gonna come like oh, yeah. automatically. So in abundance. Yeah, I agree with that a hundred percent. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy, bro. Because I I think to myself like sometimes like you know. I know for a fact that I'm meant to be on the path that I'm meant to be on, mm-hmm. but I'm still looking for, uh, like, what it is I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Like, what is what is I and my passion is helping people, right? That's mm-hmm. part of the reason why we're doing this podcast. You know, that's part of the reason why. You know, most people that know me know I like I I help people all the time, so. You know, with I'm I, I'm in the process of trying to connect that to engineering, uh, and and I was thinking, bro, maybe it's not particularly engineering that's gonna get me there, mm-hmm. but it's the the it could be the bridge. It could be the bridge. So what I'm trying to say is, so everything happens for a reason, right? I was at TCC for so long, and I met you. You know. Throughout that process, I end up meeting Megan mm-hmm. because I end up working at Macy's, right? Right. So it's it's all lining up, mm-hmm. and I'm still I'm walking that path. So like now, I'm still in engineering, and I and I like you know mm-hmm. the engineering part, and I think it's because I'm on that path with the engineering. That it took me towards, it took me to find like alternative income ideas. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because if I if I wasn't, if you would have had just a straight shot, then it would have been exactly. Yeah, and I think you that's the same saying? with me. And I wouldn't thinking about it now. I wouldn't have liked that because you know just to think, oh, I'm good. You know, I'm good with this straight. Exactly. Thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. It's those multiple sources that's gonna get it. Exactly, bro. And it's like, maybe that's why that's what I need to be into, because that's what's gonna give me the ability to help the people that I want to do, mm-hmm. the people that I want to help. And so I don't know, bro. And you know, maybe you know, down the line, you know, I, I might uh, come across that thing that's connected to engineering mm-hmm. that'll help people because I mean. It's engineering, so you're still looking for it, yeah. yeah like, you so find it. you know, and this is the mindset of somebody who's black at a PWI. Like we don't really have the ability to have like a straight shot, not really have to deal with these kind of thoughts and stipulations, right, bro? And and also, 
we don't have predecessors or people in place to show us like to give us the experiences that we need, bro. Right, like in yeah. my in class in the classes I am, I'm in. Like there's people who have experiences with what the class is about. Mm-hmm. Like white dudes, white kids in there. That's that's been messing with guns for like years, <laughs> knowing the classifications and all mm-hmm. this stuff, or like um, just different stuff. And I'm like, I ain't got no kind of experience. In <laughs> <none of> this. <laughs> and this is this is just straight fresh everything. So it's kind of it can be discouraging. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, you know, you still. You still gotta learn, you know, right? Yeah. Whether it's discouraging or not. Yeah. So progressing on from the two-year university to the four-year, right? What's what's that like, bro? It was a shock. Yeah. Huge, huge shock for me, bro. Almost, it was it was a little bit overwhelming. I ain't even gonna lie. It was a little bit overwhelming because it's like I'm up, I'm up here now. Like I'm doing this. Yeah, now. bro. And like. I felt a little uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie to you, cause I'm like surrounded by white folks. Man, <laughs> you got so it worse. That, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's what I'm thought. You surrounded. Yeah, you got it worse. So like, and I was, I'm not, I'm not, I wasn't used to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, used to, so this is what I was feeling. Cause matter of fact, yeah, I had it worse. Cause you were with somebody that you live with. It's right, still black, but right. sometimes I would wake up and be the only black face I would see in yeah, the mirror. Yeah, yeah, God, man. And have a roommate that ain't even... That ain't even, yeah. And then I'll go to work, white folk. Nothing but it. Nothing but white folk. And this ain't... We ain't saying we hate white folks, y'all. I mean, mm-hmm. I know some of y'all know this, but it's just... Even they get comfortable... Seeing a whole bunch of peers that look the same as them. Exactly, it's the comfortable, the level of comfortability. You know what I mean? And or and, and not even just comfortability, because I know a lot of people are like, well, you can't be comfortable. It's true, but there's a level of deeply rooted consciousness and anxiety that's triggered when you can't even see right. people who mirror your that's complexion. Exactly, bro. Like, and you and you feel. I think we like subconsciously feel like. We have to watch our backs, oh, yeah. in a sense. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Because you don't, you can't trust your environment. Can't put your guard down. Yeah, bro. And 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 even like I was, there's some stories that um, people was telling me on a uh, group chat. Because mm-hmm. OSU got the the, Ace, black, the black fist uh-huh. group chat. We got one too. Yeah. So and they was telling us stories and how like what they be doing in the dorms and stuff and it's. Oh really? It's crazy, bro. I'm like, and they can try to record it, but ain't nobody gonna do nothing. Mm. Now I've been blessed not to see none of that firsthand because I just don't feel like people are willing to willing to try me on a, <laughs> on, a on a bad day. But yeah. uh, knock on wood, God forbid. Yeah, straight up. Ain't nobody trying to deal with that. But yeah, no, I can definitely agree. It was it was definitely a culture shock. Like I've been to. Um, I I even went to a middle school that was like majority of us was black, but um, never an institution where it was damn near all of us not, and it was so out of a body experience. Yeah, like 
and and especially at OU because for for those people who may not know, OU's had a track record of, of <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, putting black people out of their comfort zone with the the black face, yeah, and, yeah, saying the n word to students and stuff like that, teachers calling us the n word, making us have a bunch of rallies just so we could feel comfortable or safe enough to yeah. learn. And that's the thing, bro. I don't think people understand how they don't connect how how uh, they don't connect the feeling of not being safe. Like you don't feel safe in this environment, mm. but at the same time, you still required to pass all your classes. Right. Yeah. You still required to keep your GPA up. You know mm. what I mean? Like, and I don't think people really understand that. And the fact. This it's even crazier because we still do it. Right. You know what I mean? We still experiencing, you know, people who don't like us. I don't know, bro. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. So that 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 sparks the question as to like why do it? And that's something that I'd be like really questioning myself. Cause like um, I don't know about you, but when I first graduated high school, I had a bunch of different schools in mind and a bunch of different plans. But like I said, it's not my plan. It's God's plan. Mm -hmm. But um, ideally, it wasn't really super ideal when I first graduated high school to go to OU. I really wanted to because uh, to stay close to my family, especially after experiencing a bunch of different things within my family, uh, my year of graduating. And coming from Tulsa, you know, a lot of things happen in the city we come from. So that made me feel like I just want to stay close to home. And the only HBCU, you know, we it, it it's I love Langston. I love my Langston family, but I don't <laughs> think Langston's for me. I don't think, I don't think Langston's for me. Oh man, and that uh that ties into um a term that W. E. B. Du Bois had um, created in his book, Souls to Black Folk, Double Consciousness. And it's uh, quite a quite a feeling to be experiencing, you know, being like an American and then a Negro at the same time. And these two conflicting consciousness that you're dealing with at the same time, which is something that I've been dealing with for a while. Yeah. Being pro-black at a PWI. So what what um what makes you not just drop out, bro? Uh, like you know what I mean, like because it's a <clears throat> from from not feeling safe to debt <laughs> to, <laughs> to, to the the stress that it causes. Like what makes you just not just say you know what I'm done. I, I'm gonna drop out. Mm -hmm. That. That's a very good question. So, you know, every day I wake and I've written this on my, my mirror and I've tried to create a, a, a drawing of it and a, a, poem, a poem of it, a poetry, something to help me visualize it. But every day I wake up, I try to visualize as clear as day what I'm going to look like as soon as I'm on the other side and what I want it to look like, right. what I need it to look like and how it's going to look like for me, um, you know, helping my family. And things like that. So yeah. Right, right. What about you? 
You know, bro. <laughs> 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 nah, um, I ain't never. I I think it's just the idea. It's a lot of things. I, I say that it's a lot of things. Um, and I, I already invested too much, bro. Oh yeah. <laughs> I invested too much to just let everything take over, like let everything cause me to just stop mm-hmm. or quit. And so it's like, I might as well just see what it looked like. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I like, think uh, somebody else taught this to me not too long ago, but I think someone uh, someone told me, I think a lot of times black people like the pressure and it's a good kind of pressure because once we feel like we let this off our back, we won't be that diamond in the rough that's going produce this darling dazzling diamond so you know mm. we you may feel like you under a lot of pressure which you are but i think that if you were to drop out you would think well i mean you know i'm not going to be able to produce this this right toughly yeah you know i think i'll be depressed yeah yeah because you're not chasing your dream chasing something chasing your yeah. passion i think i'll be depressed if i drop bro just because like like, I really let it get to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, especially, wow, the opposition was tougher than me. Yeah, bro. Like, especially, like, now that I, uh, I, I'm, you know, mm-hmm. I'm married and uh, I'm about to have a family. It's just, like, crazy. That was a mistake. <laughs> 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 I heard it. <laughs> But yeah, bro, and, and it's like you know, um, I I for me, I want to see what the other side looks like. I want to be able to say, okay, it took me from twenty thirteen to twenty twenty two, and I did it. Yeah, and I did it. Right. Well, ain't no way you can quit after that. Yeah. Right, bro. Like, and and this is really like <clears throat> what I want people to understand as well. No matter when you start, even if I took a five year break from you know high school, like I graduated high school, took a five year break, and didn't go back to college until after that five years. And it still took you what five another five years to graduate. You still did it, you know what I mean? Like right. <laughs> if you you, because I'm pretty sure what you would have been doing within that ten year span wouldn't have got you to be the person you are after you graduated. And it don't even have to be a four-year degree. It can be, you know, a certificate, whatever. It can even be a business. But just something to say, you know, I've attempted to achieve this and I'm doing it. I did it. I achieved it. But it's the mindset that people need to have that, you can do it no matter, you know, where you at, whether you 30, 40, 
you can still do it. As long as you got air in your in your lungs, mm-hmm. you you better go get something. You get something <laughs> Especially if you if you miserable about your miserable about the life that's lifestyle you have. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I understand, you know, it's not easy. I understand, you know, you you gonna deal with challenges and be overwhelmed and all of this, I get it. I, trust me, I understand. But you know, like I, I posted this today. You know, you you don't quit, and you'll end up like your examples. I seen that. And if you quit, you end you up like, like your examples. examples. Yeah, bro. So, so be the better example. Yeah, bro, for real. And you gotta you gotta know it's people looking up to you. And I think that's why that's another reason why most of us. Most black black students <clears throat> who make it to a four year degree, uh, you know, they keep they keep going. Mm-hmm. And like like Eric Thomas said uh, when he was talking about the lion versus the gazelle, you know, you made it now. You were at to this big level now, and now you want to get comfortable. Yeah, now you want to get the, up. get cool, get the big head. Like, man, I can't, I can't do it. Because a lot of people don't know, like, I'm just, I'm not just here. I got a backstory. Exactly. About Some bro, of y'all was, yeah. y'all, yeah, hey, y'all was able to study easy and get it, get in, boom. I didn't have it like that. I yeah. had to crawl my way in here. And me, the bro. doors didn't just open. I had to find my way and unlock the window and jump right. through, you know. And also going back to that double consciousness, though, like, being at a PWI, you kind of, you you feel like you kind of got to be apologetic sometimes. <laughs> I, I feel like that's what the environment wants me to be. Right, yeah. But, like, you know, I wear my African chain proud, and I'm like, hey, man, you, y'all see my complexion? I'm not going to be I'm not gonna be that. Right. I'm going to stand on mine, and I'm going to, you know, keep my, my head up, puff my chest out, and I mean, stand on it, I mean. you know? Do you? Sometimes, bro. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's like, cause I, it's it's sometimes it's like I don't want to deal with the with right. what comes with it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Cause once people see it, they gonna say, "Oh, you that type." Oh, of you one of them. Yeah, yeah, bro. And like, and 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 I feel like, um, and like, let me just okay. And I feel like when professors look at me and see that, and they put me in that box. It uh, turns them off to helping me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's like they they may feel like I'm gonna be the difficult black person, or yeah. just because of that, their their perception of what that mindset is. Because you were in class and you had to check somebody because they said something slick. Right, bro. And I, yeah. and it's and it's um. Yeah, it's it's just it's uh it's kind of iffy a little bit. Mm-hmm. But and that's all I was gonna say. I'm not like I'm not like uh, I don't walk around like I don't just go in my closet and say, you know, nah, I'm not gonna wear that because it might. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I just I put on what I put on. Mm-hmm. And I, sometimes I had those thoughts though. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, like what, well, like for 
All my all my pro black shirts are too small now, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had the shirt. Oh, <laughs> it said Black Unity on it. It uh-huh. had Africa and all of that. And uh I mean it's too small now, but I used to wear it to TCC. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? And but I felt more comfortable there at the same time. You did. And here it's like uh the closest Pro black shirt that I got is probably a T'Challa shirt, mm. and that ain't even really pro black per se. Per se, I feel that. I'm gonna get me one of those uh those shirts that Kerry Hilson was showing. You know, my soulmate is black, and I'm gonna wear it like like I'm oh, repping man. the American flag. Oh, man. man, that's what I'm gonna do. But I mean, uh, it's I'm thankful for the 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 group nets at um. Our prospective colleges, though, TCC and OU, you know, what they've been doing, BSA, uh, you know, because sometimes, sometimes when we have those back-to-back meetings, it'll make it feel like I'm not even at a PWI. It'll make it feel like, no, that's you know, real. I just got, got my group, my peers. Yeah, that's real. And I need that, like, need it so bad. That's real. Yeah, because you, you really do feel like, you know, Oh man, this is tough. <laughs> I need some blackness, some black love, some blackness. I need life. some <laughs> some Francis Wells and Farrakhan Bro, energy. Some. So yeah, bro. So and I, I got a question. Like, as far as like. You know, we talk. I talked about kind of accountability, but do you think it's like our responsibility to teach anybody? To teach anybody, as far as uh, with white people or yeah, yes and no. Like it, it's a specific people of us to teach them, but like students, maybe not. Because um, I was at this one general body meeting with BSA and some advisors was like isn't they actually said that they said it's not your responsibility to be their teacher you mm-hmm. know as far as these things but if you feel the need to do so and you have the mental capacity and energy go ahead but you know you don't have to put that on yourself in right the so nah I don't think so and I agree bro like I think like if you can't see it by now, like, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you ain't got to look far to see inequality around you. And, and and I think, you know, I guess it's just coming from a place of privilege. Like, you don't really see this, the disparities that other people go through. No. And even seeing it is... is right. It doesn't really go in comparison to experience. Experience, yeah. yeah. Sympathy ain't got nothing on empathy. <laughs> nah, for real. So, uh, that was that was that was some dope exchange we just had. So, for anybody else who's feeling this, uh, you know, I just want to remind y'all: don't quit. It may feel like it's a lot of pressure on you if you're experiencing any of the things that we talked about or related to, but don't quit because that. That's the only thing that'll really define failure is you just saying you throwing in the towel. Yeah. But if you take an L, okay, you took an L, you get back up, you try it again. Yeah. Fall down seven times, get back up, hey. 
And with that, I want to close out with some uh, some words that Eric Thomas had when he was going through his process. We won't always be slaves. So today, although we're slaves, we're going to act like we're free. And one day, our children will be free. If the slaves would have just said, we quit, we give up, we would have died in the middle passage. But some slaves said, I don't care what we go through, we're going to survive this. 400 years of slavery, we're going to get through this. And you can't get through an 1825. You can't get through a writing class and you got tutor after tutor, resource after resource. The problem is you ain't never felt no pain before. You're soft. It's a soft generation. You quit on everything. Our people did not quit. Harriet Tubman not only made it, she went back and got some more. She said, you know what, I made it, but I'm, I'm going to walk all, listen to me, shh, not ride the bus. I'm going to walk all the way back down to the south to get some more. And you quitting on 1825? Now watch this. You quit after you, listen to me, you get a sleeping bag and you wait for him. You wait for the first WRA instructor to come in and you come out your sleeping bag, I need help. You quit after you do that. You quit after you had, listen to me, a, a WRA party. I'm, I'm having a party. Everybody come over. I got food, everything. And let them get over there. Let it be all the best writers. All right, I fooled y'all. I want to have a writing party. I'm serious. You quitting and you ain't even tried yet. Last one, I'm sorry. Last one. Listen to me. Pain is temporary. It may last for a minute, or an hour, or a day, or even a year. But eventually, it will subside. And something else will take its place. If I quit, however, it will last forever. Listen to me, I'm telling you as I leave. I'm telling you as I leave, I was homeless for two and a half years. And the problem with most of you, you never felt no pain before, y'all spoil. Y'all spoil, some of y'all spoil, just bottom line. Your parents have done everything for you. You never had to do nothing for yourself. You're spoiled. We're going to keep it real tonight. Some of you are spoiled brats. Every time you ever got in trouble, somebody in your house got you out of it. Every time you've done something you're not supposed to do, people say, Eric, your mother's a tyrant. You're right. She kicked me out. You're right. She's mean, but she developed a man because she put me out there and said, you're going to have to grow up. And some of you have never learned to grow up. And so every time something get hard, you quit, you call mama. I dare you to take a little pain. I dare you. I dare you not to go home. Somebody said, I don't go home, I feel bad. Go, go through it. You ain't going to die at the end of pain and success. You're not going to die because you're feeling a little pain. I'm not eating like I eat at home. That's why you're about to go to the next level, because if you keep eating like you ate at home, you will keep being a boy or a girl. It's time to become man, woman. So don't, don't worry about a little pain. My greatest asset is I was homeless, so I can't feel a whole lot of pain. I've already been alone. There's not a whole lot of, it's not, not a whole lot of hurt I can feel on a little paper, on a little test. So I leave you, I leave you, listen to me. We have gotten to a point where it's midterms and we're moving forward. The days of you getting money, I'm not saying we quitting, but I'm saying the day has got to go from external to internal. You have to give it everything you got. No more TV, no more parties, no more plan. If you don't have a 4.0, what you need to be doing is studying. Get off the phone. I, I, 
I'm sorry I'm not available until the end of this year. <laughs> no, I'm for real. You reached the right number, but you called me at the wrong time. Call me back January 1st. <laughs> I'm about to get busy now. Huh? I want you to have a countdown of your own and say when the countdown is over, we're the real, shh, watch me, because when I was homeless, I knew something was wrong. I knew that wasn't the best of me. And one day I said, will the real Eric Thomas please stand up? Will the real Eric Thomas please stand up? Stop being this high school dropout. Stop giving up. Stop sleeping on the streets. Stop walking up and down Finkel Avenue like you ain't got nothing and get your GED. Stop being afraid to take a test. Stop being afraid to go to college because your daddy didn't go and your mama didn't go. Stop being afraid and be the best Eric Thomas you can be. But listen to me, it's going to be hard. It took me 12 years to get a four-year degree, but I got it. And guess what? On a degree, it don't have dates. So if it took you four and it took me 12, it don't show up nowhere. But I'm exactly where I wanted to be because I realized I got to commit my very being to this thing. I got I to gotta breathe it. I got to eat it. I got to sleep it. And until you get there, you'll never be successful in life. But once you get there, I guarantee you the world is yours. So work hard and you can have whatever it is you want. Thank you guys for your time. All right, y'all can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at ABWPod21. That's ABWPOD21. And on Twitter at Podcast ABW.